Welcome back, everybody, for my portfolio update for October 2023. And while the S&P 500 was down by over 2% in October, and I saw some of my major holdings continue to drop by significant amounts, I actually thought that October was a great month with a couple really interesting things to talk about. Because if you remember, last month I said this. In terms of ones that I think are the best value right now, I would say probably McDonald's, Visa, American Express, Valero, Apple, Starbucks. Realty income or SEHD. I mean, basically everything in my portfolio right now, which basically means that any of those are likely to be on next month's ad. But like I said earlier, I would be shocked if McDonald's isn't one of them. I would be shocked if Starbucks isn't increased as well. And we'll just see how the month goes. And I have to say that a lot of that actually played out this month and more. So let's dive right in. As you can see, as of November 1st, my portfolio is at $230,347.67. And in the last one month, my portfolio balance is actually up $4,332.33. Now, that's just the raw number, and it doesn't tell you if it's actually new contributions or actual investment gains. So we'll look at that here in a minute, because obviously the market was down over 2%, so my portfolio was obviously impacted as well. And we can see that breakdown here on the next page. So if we update this to show our performance from October 1st through October 31st, we see that my beginning value was $226,015.60. Now, I made $4,165 in net contributions this month, and that's more than my normal amount, and we're going to talk about why here in a minute. And in terms of my overall investment change, it was negative at minus $581.20, which is broken down with basically negative $582.11 of actual investment losses and my unbelievably strong $0.91 cents in income for October. Now, obviously, I'm kidding, but you're probably wondering, wait, I thought you said this was a good month and you were actually negative except for new contributions. But we had some good things happen as well. And first of which is our overall performance versus S&P 500 for October. But while the S&P was down over 2%, my portfolio was only down negative 0.28%. So obviously still negative, but we are making up ground on the S&P 500 slowly but surely. And if we take a look at the performance of my portfolio since I started it on December 8th, 2022, we see that my portfolio is up 6.44% compared to the S&P 500's 8.16%. So we made up some nice ground over the past few months, because if you remember, my portfolio was trailing the S&P 500 by like 8% just a few months ago. So now to be at less than 2%, we're definitely moving in the right direction. But now let's take a look at my dividend income and see how that's going. Now, if we take a look at my investment income over the next 12 months, we see that my annual dividends are at $4,702. And if we compare that to last month, it was $4,474.87. That means we had an increase of $227.13, which equals about a 5% increase in annual dividend income month over month. And I love that. Now, overall, my dividend yield for my portfolio is at about 2%, and that's where I expect it to be at this point, because remember, my focus is on dividend growth and not on current yield. Now, let's take a look at the actual dividends that I received in my account this month, and it's not going to take very long. So in terms of dividends received in October, on October 13th, I received my 26 cent dividend from Realty Income. And on October 16th, I received a $0.28 cent dividend from my small position in the Schwab U.S. Treasury Fund. And as you might remember from last month, I started a small position in that Schwab U.S. Treasury Fund just to have the cash earning a little bit more yield, even though it's a tiny $122 position. So my total dividend income for the month is $0.54 cents because I'm just balling out of control right now. 
And if you remember, if we go back to the performance page, I had a total of 91 cents of income in this month. Well, 54 cents of it was my actual dividends and the other 37 cents was interest in my accounts. So yeah, clearly I don't have a lot of accounts that are actually paying me dividends in October. But just real quick, I wanted to talk about something I saw in a different YouTuber's video. They basically said that they weren't gonna show the actual dividends that hit their account because it was useless information to the audience. Now. I've always shown mine because it was a transparency thing. I want you guys to know that these are real accounts, I have real positions, and these are my real actual dividends that are hitting my account. But I just never really thought about it any other way. So let me know in the comments if you guys think that actually seeing the money hit my account is useful or if it's useless information for you too. I just curious to know. All right, so my dividends received this month were pretty pathetic, but let's get into some of the fun stuff and look at what I actually bought and sold for the month. And newsflash, I did actually sell something this month and we're going to talk about why. So in terms of what I bought and sold, on October 5th, I bought four shares of McDonald's at $256.30 per share. On October 6th, I sold 25 shares of United Health Group at $522.15. And we're going to talk about this in detail here in a minute, so don't worry. And then again on October 6th, I bought shares in three different companies, McDonald's, 21 shares at $247.15 a share, Starbucks, 41 shares at $91.92 a share, and Apple, 23 shares at $175.05 a share. On October 12th, I started a small position in Hershey's with two shares at $187.37 a share. On October 16th, I reinvested my 28 cent massive dividend from the Schwab US Treasury Fund back into the Schwab US Treasury Fund. And it's actually the only thing I have right now that's on drip, so it just automatically reinvested. On October 26th, I added another three shares of Hershey's at $188.27 a share. And then on October 30th, I bought Visa 10 shares at $231.54 a share. So a lot of activity in October for me, but let's walk through my decision to sell some of my United Health Group stock. United Health Group was by far my heaviest weighted individual holding at the beginning of this month at a whopping 23%. Now, I still believe in United Health, and even after selling 25 shares, it's actually still my largest individual holding at over 17%. But there had been other companies in my portfolio that I thought were at really attractive prices that I also wanted to get a higher allocation to. So I figured it'd be a win-win to reduce some of my allocation to United Health and put that into other companies that I wanted to boost up that were also at attractive prices. Plus, these transactions happened in my traditional IRA account, so there were no tax implications for selling. So I sold my 25 shares at UNH at $522.16 a share, and I still hold 75 shares. And in case you're interested, my entry price for those UNH shares was $458.15 a share, so those 25 shares that I sold had about a 14% gain. And then with those funds, I added to my allocations in McDonald's, Starbucks, and Apple. So that was the most notable thing for the month. But other than that, I did start a very small position in Hershey's with the five shares that I added. And if you watch the Hershey stock analysis video, I talked about that I would probably add it fairly soon. And so I did. And with all the Ozempic news happening and all the food stocks falling, I figured it'd be a great time to start my position. So if we take a look at my updated portfolio weightings, we see that SHD is technically my largest overall holding at just under 18%. United Health Group is still my largest individual holding at 17.5%. And then McDonald's has risen up to over 14% since I added another 25 shares this month. And I'm super excited about that too, because if you guys watch this channel, you know how much I love McDonald's stock. And it's one of those that anytime that it dips a significant amount, 
I'm trying to add more. And it was a very good month for that. Next up is Visa and Apple at over 11% and over 10% respectively. American Express is just under 10%. Valero has come down quite a bit this month and sits at over 8%. Walmart at over 7%. And Starbucks is now over 2%. Now, obviously, Hershey's is just getting started, and it's at less than 1%. And then, of course, my shares in Berkshire and Realty Income. Now, I've said the last two months that the three holdings that I really wanted to increase allocation to were Apple, Visa, and Starbucks. And I did exactly that this month, along with aggressively adding to McDonald's as it dipped. Now, I mentioned before that my contributions this month were higher than normal, and that's mostly due to money that I had stashed away to invest, but I just hadn't used yet. And in this case, I specifically used it on Visa at the end of October as it dipped. So one of the reasons why I said it was such a good month is I was able to increase my allocations to the four companies that I wanted to the most. And I did it at prices that I think are really going to help drive better long-term returns for my portfolio. And speaking of performance, let's take a look at which of my holdings have performed best overall. Now, United Health Group is now in the top spot in terms of overall return, and that's because Valero had a brutal past month. And if you remember, Valero was close to 30% total gain as of last month, but is now down to 13.93%. Other than that, Walmart has been slowly but surely increasing, and I'm really curious to hear their earnings report next month to see how it's going. Because retail is a tough place to be right now. And even though I think they're positioned well in this economy, I want to see if that story of increased earnings and free cash flow starts to materialize into improved dividend growth. Because that's what I'm expecting to see. And if we look at some of the other ones, most of my primary holdings are in the red right now. McDonald's, Visa, American Express, Apple. But I feel good about where those are at. And long term, it's not something that I'm worried about. So let's take a look ahead to next month and what holdings I think I'm going to add going forward. In terms of ones that I want a higher allocation to, it's actually the same ones. Apple, Visa, Starbucks, and, as always, McDonald's no matter what. In terms of ones that I think are the best value right now, it would be American Express, Hershey's, Realty Income, and SEHD. So this puts me in an interesting situation because the ones that I want to add to the most aren't the most attractive in terms of price. So we'll see how this month goes and what I actually add to or if I just end up waiting it out. I will say this though, the two companies that I'm watching and monitoring more closely right now are American Express and Walmart. And that's mainly due to the things that are happening around them. Namely, the whole Basel III thing for American Express, because I'm going to want to hear what those requirements end up being and if it makes the banking sector just less attractive to invest in. And then for Walmart, the general retail environment has been pretty bad for some of their competitors, and I'm curious to hear how it's been going for them on their earnings call this month. While I obviously like both of those companies, I want to see how those things are progressing to see if it's going to impact their future outlook. And we've talked about these ideas a couple times over the past month. How should we measure progress for companies that we own? and doing it against the actual guidance and goals that they've given us instead of reacting based on a headline. And I think that same idea applies to us in our own portfolios. We can react to every news story or even every comment that someone makes about what we're doing, or we can measure our progress based on the strategy and goals that we've created for ourselves. So again, just to recap my own goal and strategy to get there, and I'm going to be mentioning it every month, my goal is to beat the S&P 500 in total return while creating a growing passive income stream for my family. In my strategy to achieve it, I want to attach myself to companies with wide moats that are generating increasing cash flow and rewarding shareholders with dividend growth that outpaces inflation. So if I take a look at what happened this month, my portfolio went down slightly, but it gained 1.5% on the S&P 500. My annual dividends increased 5% month over month. I rebalanced to get the allocations the way that I wanted them, and I added a good chunk to companies that I wanted a larger allocation to. 
So all in all, when you look at it through that lens, it's a really great month in terms of progressing me towards my actual goals. And it's one of those things where you see the negative 0.28% return and you're like, eh, that's not so great. But when I think about the things that I bought, it's a month that I think helps build for the future and really great returns going forward. And I'm super happy about that. So how did you guys do for the month? Did you get to add anything interesting to your portfolio? Let me know down in the comments below. Hope you guys have a great day out there. Financial independence is true freedom. So keep building and stacking wins. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Yeah.